Knight in Shining Armor and the Bully Disarmor. It's Rhyming Reason 703. There's a Hey there, Tony here, and I got a little history lesson for you today, and a little history repeating itself lesson mixed in with it, because around 246 years ago this past month, some guys with a British accent figured that they were going to bully some Americans around, but things didn't quite go according to their plan, because a knight in shining armor foiled their plans, and of course... I'm being a little bit facetious because there weren't actually any Americans around at that time because there wasn't an actual America at that time. But those British bullies, little did they know, they were about to launch or at least help a whole new country. Yeah. And I know there's no such thing as a knight in shining armor back then either, but there was this guy who worked with shiny metal and he did help foil the British plans and maybe you've heard this famous quote one if by land and two if by sea well that was part of the poem Paul Revere's Ride and it was written by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow and um, it was part of a secret message that the local patriots used to alert each other which way the British would be coming as they attempted to sneak up on Concord, Massachusetts, those sneaky redcoats. And Paul Revere, who was a master silversmith and apparently made false teeth and surgical tools too, was uh, also pretty good on a horse. So he was part of the local militia. But um, why did the local residents form a militia? And Why were the British trying to sneak up on those colonists, also known as patriots? At least they would eventually be known as that. And uh, why did the British want to take all their guns and their ammunition? Because they wanted to squelch the uprisings that had started due to, now get this, higher taxes and more interference with local affairs. Yeah, those tyrannical Brits raise taxes on the colonies to somewhere around 3%. Are you kidding me? Nobody, nobody should have to pay that much. And thank goodness we know better now, right? But notice how the British decided to start by seizing guns and ammo. Why? Well, because disarmed people can't fight back. Hello? You can't fight back against tyrants with guns. You know, you come, you have a bunch of redcoats coming at you with guns, and you don't got no guns? Yeah, it's hard to win that way. Well, thank goodness we don't have to deal with that sort of thing anymore. Right? Well, unless you count the many ways government is trying to disarm America. Yeah, unless you count that. And the people, and I use that term loosely, who are working on that, do it in the name of public health. <laughs> what? Yeah, guns will make you sick, didn't you know? I bet you didn't know that, right? And it's because guns naturally lead to gun violence. Oh, you probably thought I was going to talk about lead poisoning or something, right? It's going to make you sick, man. There's, there's lead in there. 
Of course, one case of gun violence, you know, that compels all gun owners to follow suit. You know how it is. I mean, every time you gun owners, you know who you are. Every time you hear a story out there where some supposed gun owner goes on a rampage and, you know, kills people with guns, what's the first thing you want to do, right? Go get your guns and start killing people, right? No. Yeah. And what will we ever be able to do when everybody's shooting at everybody else? Oh, gosh. What'd they say? Oh, the humanity. No. It's insanity because there's no such thing as gun violence. There's no such thing. I promise you that you'll never find a violent gun, even if you commit every waking hour of your life to search for it. And I know for a fact that the guns I've had for decades have never even gotten the slightest bit upset, much less violent. But the people, again, I use that term loosely, who want to control you, they don't care about truth. They only care about control and power. And I mean absolute power because they hate God and they hate anyone who loves God. And they've determined themselves to be the source of absolute power. In spite of that, and because of that, it's crucial to realize your right to protect yourself comes from God, not from some stupid Second Amendment. Human rights to life and liberty were real and true long before the American Constitution existed. In fact, those rights were instilled in men and women by God when he created Adam and Eve, because life eternally comes from God. Because it comes from God, you don't have the right to take someone else's life with a gun or anything else. You don't have that right until that person is convicted of a capital crime, and that's a whole different story. Now, if a scumbag or even a government means to do harm to you or your family, you have every right to defend yourself and them, your family. Doesn't matter if they come by land, by sea, by air, or by public health crisis. So, gun owners, please, stand strong. Patriots, stand strong. But most of all, Christians, stand strong. Like Paul Revere and those other patriots from back then, first arm yourself with God's truth, and then go get some more ammo. And defend yourself when it's necessary, even if it sounds a little strange and scary. Because all it takes for the bad guys to win is for good guys to give up and then give in. Thank you so much for tuning in to this gun-toting episode of Rhyme and Reason, brought to you, as always, by TonyFunderberg.com, where you should go over there and get that new t-shirt. Actually, I think you have to go for a different link. I'll have to wait. I don't think I have that new t-shirt on there. So um, let me shut my mouth right now and get right back to the other t-shirt that always says, Life has rhyme and reason because God made you. There's a rhyme.